What's up, y'all? It's Zach, and listen up. Living Corporate is partnering with the Coalition of Black Excellence, a nonprofit organization based in California, in bringing a speaker series to promote CBE Week, an annual week-long event designed to highlight excellence in the black community, connect black professionals across sectors, and provide opportunities for professional development and community engagement that will positively transform the black community. This is a special series where we spotlight movers and shakers who will be also speaking during CBE week. Today, we are blessed to have Kumi Rauf. Kumi Rauf is an award-winning businessman with several recognitions under his belt, including being an officer and chair of the National Society of Black Engineers, a recipient of the Urban League Top 40 Under 40 Award, awarded most successful app developer by Nova Coast, and collegiate track and field athlete. So he's dipping on y'all. He has shared his knowledge and experience (laughs) with a diverse mix of audiences via radio appearances, one-on-one seminars, conferences, television, and more. Welcome to the show, Kumi. How are you doing, sir? Ah, man, I'm doing great. Thank you for that intro. I think uh, I couldn't have done it better myself. (laughs) Well, look, I find that that hard to believe, but I'm also flattered. So thank you very much. For those of us who don't know you, would you mind sharing a little bit more about yourself? No, I I think that was a, a good summation. My name is Kumi Rauf. Uh, I founded the I Love Being Black movement, which I'm sure we're going to get into in a second. Um, and, you know, everything I do is sort of centered around black positivity. That's awesome, man. So, Leah, let, let's definitely get into it. So let's talk about I Love Being Black. What was the motivation behind founding that company and what's your mission with it? OK, OK. So the motivation, um, I went to to school, to college at a, a place called University of California, Santa Barbara. Um, they had about 2.7% black people there and, you know, things would always happen. Like there was, uh, racist occurrences that would happen on campus, off campus. They had like dress up like a minority parties, things like that. So, so, you know what, I need to make a statement, um, and I need to do it in a way that's not tearing down someone else's community, but lifting ours up. Because what I realize is I don't think the answer is trying to fix someone else, trying to fix someone else's community. I think the answer is in fixing ourselves and in building ourselves up. Uh, So the mission for I Love Being Black is positivity, awareness, and action amongst black people worldwide. And that's beautiful. And it's funny. So you said dress like a minority. So just like in that movie, um, hold on, don't tell me. It's the movie, uh, uh, Dear, Dear White People, like that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Man. And the funny thing is, in that movie, at the end, they showed pictures of those real parties. And I don't know mm-hmm. if UC Santa Barbara was in there, but they showed a lot of pictures. I know they showed SMU and some other colleges that do those. Man, that's crazy. It sounds as if I love being black is all about like pouring back into self, self reliance, um, and self affirmation. That's awesome. So somehow, in spite of all the work that you've been doing with I love being black, you've also founded and you lead traveling black. So. Talk to us about that company and the inspiration behind that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with I Love Being Black, so it started with just T-shirts and that, you know, spun into uh, a huge social media enterprise on I love, um, on Facebook. I Love Being Black. We have about 6 million fans on Facebook. I think 140,000 on Instagram. And we so we started traveling to a bunch of different places around the world because, you know, most black people don't live in the U.S. They live outside the U.S. Right. So we started, you know, going through the continent, going to Colombia, going to Brazil, like, you know, even London and Paris and all kinds of other places like that, doing photo photo shoots um, and just kind of documenting black life and positivity in these different places. Uh, And, you know, we kept hearing, hey, you know, 
I see all these pictures on Facebook and all that, but like, how can I go with you guys? Because my friends keep flaking each time I try to leave the country, X, Y, and Z. So we said, you know what, let's do a pilot trip. And we did a trip to Cartagena, Colombia. Um, and just, you know, just to see if I could actually plan travel for people that are outside of my immediate organization. And it worked. You know, it worked out really well, and we kind of kicked it off from there. We did South Africa next, and then we did Cuba, and we just got back from Ghana. So that's incredible, man. And it's to your point about most black people not even living in the U.S., you know, let me tell you a story about me being black and traveling while black. My wife and I celebrated Mm. our five-year anniversary. We went to Belize this past past May, right? Okay, congratulations, brother. Thank you very much, man. So we go to Belize, and, you know, I'm ignorant genuinely like i don't there's plenty of stuff i don't know and um but when i go to belize i was so taken aback at just how like everybody there was black right yeah and they look like they look like black americans like they don't you yep. know what i'm saying and so yep but you know if you look at like the mainstream media or you look at whatever you know you just don't you don't see us being portrayed front and center like that and it was it was amazing to see like us being in a position of being like the majority like that was crazy to me beautiful experience um it was just it was just crazy and um it was, the other thing that was funny about my time when we were in belize we saw some other black folks some of them who were also from my city houston and just from mm. dc and, and california and we all just linked up and it was like a family reunion like we got out there we're having a good time we're traveling we're doing our thing and so i guess <laughs> <laughs> and so i guess my question is you know, how does traveling black encourage exploration and adventure? Because I, and I say that because even just in, cause I haven't been out of the country many times, but anytime I go and I see more people that look like me, it just changes the entire dynamic. It feels, it feels different. And so I yeah, imagine traveling yeah. black kind of has a, a similar vibe. I'm curious, like how do you all achieve that and how you all facilitate and drive that? That's a good question. That's a good question. So what we do is typically we want to bring our money that we have over here and put it in the hands of someone else that looks like you uh, somewhere else. So it doesn't make any sense to me to go to like a South Africa and do like a safari with somebody that's not black and I'm in Africa. It doesn't make any sense. Um, But you're kind of assuming that you're going to find all these black people and all kinds of tourism efforts and stuff like that, but you don't, especially in places like South Africa, um, you know, Brazil, things like that. You have other people sort of telling your story. Uh, So I think that's really important to, to kind of annotate because a lot of people in this tourism space, even in the black tourism space, they don't do that. You know, they just, you know, whoever shows up from this tourism office or these people that we contracted to do this thing is who we're going to give money to. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense if over here we're preaching, you know, spend money with black people and black dollars, black hands type of thing. And then when we go abroad, we don't, you know, embody that same thing. So that's something we really, really try to make sure that we do. So our guides are black, drivers are black, photographers, everybody. Um, So I say all that to say this experience that we try to create and curate for people around the world we try to make sure it's authentic number one number two we want you to learn a bunch of stuff but number three we want you to kick and have fun too this isn't just like you know open up a history book and okay on your left you see this and this date and this time and all that now we want to we want to we want to drink some rum and, and dive in the ocean and, and you know what i'm saying and learn how to do the dances and all this other stuff we want to learn all that stuff yeah and then be safe obviously as well of course there has a, there's a certain level of intentionality that you have to have uh, in terms of 
driving like and centering black identity and black experience like regardless of where you are and so i would never i didn't even think about that about the fact that you know um other people telling your story even even if you're in not even if you're in majority black spaces Um, right and 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 how but i can say that man when when we have people that look like us and who are who share the same who are part of the same diaspora involved in that man like the experience is way different there's just a certain level of community and familiar familiarity and just just touch personal connection um that would that is not there otherwise and so that's incredible absolutely so yeah yeah you know you know there's this whole idea that that like africans don't like african-americans and i'm like I, i you know i don't know where that started from or who started it and all that but i know that I've been to 12 different African countries and I'm considered family in half of those and people love me and love us in all of those. You know, they're waiting for us to come back and just go there. Don't bring the the, the negative aspects of being from the U.S. You know, don't don't bring all, all that stuff with you. You know, all the ignorance and stuff that we we may not even know that we embody. Don't bring all that stuff. Um, and try to have an open mind, you know, try the foods, learn something about the language, be genuinely interested about those people. And they're going to welcome you with open arms every time. I 100% believe that. I, I do think it's it's easy for us to kind of like get in our cynical bag, right? And then like make assumptions or, or based off of just stereotypes and things that we've seen. Or And I also think, man, you know, just to as a side note, I do think sometimes, man, like, fake woke twitter be messing us up like we end up kind of oh, yeah. a little a little too negative oh, like, yeah. let's just just give it a try first because when yep. i went out to belize it was love everywhere i went i had a phenomenal time yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was great right um and and i've heard and i've heard amazing stories from people who also they'll, they'll travel to south africa they'll tra- travel to zambia they'll travel to nigeria and and cambodia like they'll travel they'll travel various pla- belize they'll travel various places and uh, and see us right and have a wonderful time um i think yep. that so that's that's a great point so let me ask you this where can people learn more about i love being black and traveling black okay um definitely you can you know touch base with our facebook page for uh, i love being black or instagram page for i love being black just look up um the, the short tag is just love being black no spaces at love being black okay and same thing with traveling black uh and then the the short tag is at t-r-v-l-b-l-k so that's t-r-v-l-b-l-k for traveling black and you know we try to post up pictures and and definitely want to inspire people and that you know just get that that sense of wanderlust um but we want to go deeper than that obviously you want to take it into that, that those black spaces and these stories that haven't really been told and you know a lot of times there's more we need to unlearn than there is we need to learn you know because if you don't unlearn these certain things that you know these things that you may not even know that the stereotypes that you have x y and z you're not going to be able to learn the correct thing in the future Oh, that's so true and it's it's interesting because of just the way that american society works a lot of the things that we need to learn anew we won't really fully grasp unless we go and experience it for ourselves you know what i mean yeah and so so that's that's incredible um well look we're gonna make sure that we have all of your we'll make sure you have all of the information uh, on on traveling black and i love being black in the show notes so um, for everyone listening, make sure you click you you uh, you click that in the click those links in the show notes to learn more about that. Um, where can people uh, learn more about what's happening in 2019? Or rather, let me ask it this way: What do you all what do you have planned in 2019 
what's on the horizon what are you excited about um, and what are you excited for for folks to see and what are you excited to share uh, we have a list uh, we have a great list of trips that we're going to run down for 2019 uh, first in a month we're going to South Africa um, we're going to be there during the Afropunk Festival over Year's Eve so we're doing Johannesburg, Cape Town. Just gonna have a real good time. Um, South Africa is like very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's if I leave, you know, I live in Oakland, California right now. If I leave Oakland, I'm most likely gonna live in Johannesburg. So we're doing that, and then I think three days after I get home, we're going to Cuba on the Experience Cuba trip uh, in January, uh, wrapped around the Havana Jazz Festival. We always try to wrap our trips around some sort of event or festival. Um, that's like a cultural aspect of where, wherever we are. Uh, so let me see. We're going back to South Africa for the Jazz Fest in Cape Town in March. And then I think the trip that I'm most excited about for next year is Ghana because the president of Ghana dedicated 2019 as the year for the diaspora to come back home. And that's huge. Literally that's the president. Yeah, yeah, that's right? Crazy. I mean, he's like, look, this is the year y'all need to come back home. You know, it, it doesn't have to be come back home to live and blah, 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 but that is an option. Yeah. And once you get there and you look at things and you're like, oh, wait a minute, and you sort of realize in your head this is an option. You know, I've been to Ghana a few times, and each time I see different opportunities. I'm like, all right, so not just on a cultural level, but for business, you know, for setting up shop here, for doing something, for leaving your mark in other kinds of ways. So, yeah, we're, we're extremely excited about that trip. That's in August. Um, and then we may introduce a new trip next year to uh, to Brazil in November. November is Black Consciousness Month in Brazil. They don't do Black History Month. They do Black Consciousness during the whole month of November. And then the day of Black Consciousness is November 20th. There was this really uh, important figure in their history um, named Zumbi dos Palmares. He basically like their MLK um, in terms of popularity, not in terms of what he did. You know, he was a freedom fighter. He um, he helped a lot of people escape slavery um, into what they call quilombo, runaway and enslaved encampments for free Africans. Um, and, you know, he was caught and he was killed, but they celebrate that on that day, November 20th. And it's a huge parade and it's all cultural and there's drumming and music and speeches and Portuguese and all. Oh, man, it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. That sounds incredible. So I'm going to definitely, again, Make sure to encourage our listeners to check the show notes so you can stay up to date with traveling while black traveling black. Excuse me. And I love Mm -hmm. being black. Like this is this is amazing. So before we let you go, any parting thoughts, final words and shout outs? Yeah, I will say that. I think I think most of what we need to do is just a mental shift. Once we shift mentally, everything else sort of it doesn't automatically fall in line, but you know it's it's a lot easier to be detained, right? So if we stop thinking of Africa as one place, that's a mental shift, right? That's a mental shift because Africa is not one place. It's fifty four different places. Yeah. you know it's it's the continent with the most amount of countries in the world. 
you know what I'm saying? And they have, you know, thousands of languages and customs and all kinds of different stuff. It gets, it snows in certain places. It's hot in other places. They have greenery in certain places. And there's, you know, there's a desert in other places. It's, it's got every single climate and, and, you know, a vast amount of diversity in, in the types of people and the things that you're going to find there. If we start thinking of the different places in Africa like that, I think it's going to open up a lot of different options. If you want to go on some luxury tip or something like that, they have all that. You know, go to Zanzibar. You know what I mean? There's, there's um, the richest square mile in, in, in Africa is is Santon in in, um, in Johannesburg, right outside of Johannesburg. You know what I mean? So if you want to do that, you can. If you want to go on a backpacker thing and save money, you can do that too. You know, so don't only think of Africa as like, oh, we need to go on some sort of missionary trip or, you know, bring bring some toilet paper to donate to people in this this, this, and that they're doing a bunch of amazing things they're on blockchain technology i'm on a team out of out of rwanda that's that's leading the charge it's called africa gen um they're you know so they're doing a bunch of stuff even some stuff that we're not doing sometimes i find technologies over there that we don't even have here wow and i'm like yo just we just need to learn more about each other and just open up that line of communication you know man absolutely i again what i'm hearing more and more is just go experience like that's yeah. what i'm hearing go. so yeah well look th- this is awesome well look that does it for us y'all thank you for joining us on the living corporate podcast a special series sponsored by the coalition of black excellence to learn more about cbe check out their website www.cbeweek.com make sure to follow us on instagram at living corporate and make sure to follow CBE on Instagram at Experience CBE. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer read on the show, make sure you email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. This has been Zach, and you've been listening to Kumi Rauf, CEO and founder of Traveling Black, and I love being black. Peace. Peace, y'all.